Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome to the Greater Refuge Temple Church of our Lord Jesus Christ morning worship service. We are so grateful to have you with us to praise and to worship our Lord Jesus Christ. God has been so good to us. Amen. The Lord has protected us. The Lord has blessed us. And we're here to worship God. We're here to praise Him and to give His name the glory. Amen. At this time, we're going to consecrate our service. We ask that you would bow your heads and pray with us. Amen. Gracious God and Master, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come into your presence. This opportunity to come and to worship and to praise you, Lord God, for all that you have done for us. Lord, you have blessed us and you've kept our families, Lord. You've kept our loved ones. Lord, even in the midst of this pandemic, even in the midst of trouble, Lord, you have given us a reason to praise you and to magnify your name. Now bless us now, Lord, we pray. We're looking to you with expectant hearts. We need a word, Lord, this morning. We need you to speak to our hearts, speak to our situations. Send deliverance, I pray, through your preached word today. Bless us, Lord God. Bless us, Lord God, through worshiping in song and singing your praises and giving you glory. Lord, we need you, God, every hour, every minute, every second of the day. So bless us now as we come. Lord God, anoint us, Lord God, with your word. Lord God, bless your manservant, Lord, anoint him and speak through him, Lord, that he may bless our very souls, Lord God. And Lord, when the word has been preached, Lord God, let someone say, Lord God, what must I do to be saved, Lord? Heal sick bodies. Oh God, ease troubling minds. We ask you to bless in a mighty way, Lord. We sit here today waiting, Lord God, with expectant hearts, waiting for you to speak to us and waiting for you to calm the raging storms in our lives. Bless us now, we pray, with your presence and your anointing. And Lord, we will give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. These blessings we ask in Jesus' name. And let everybody say amen. Amen. God bless you. Say it one more time, Lord. 
Sometimes that's all you can say it.
And it's offering time. It's time to give unto the Lord. Time to worship God with our giving. Amen. The Lord has blessed us. Amen. And the Lord has done great things in our lives. And let us at this time prepare to give unto the Lord, to bless the ministry, to bless the church. We ask that you would follow the instructions on the screen. Bless. Amen. And be blessed by giving. Amen. To the work of the Lord. These blessings we ask. Amen. We're going to pray. We're going to bless the offering. Amen. In Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to give. We ask, Lord God, that you would bless, Lord God, the giver. Bless those, Lord God, that can give, Lord. Bless those that are not able to give. Bless them to be able to give on the next time around. We ask that you would bless some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. We ask these and all blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am free. Hallelujah. Put those hands together, won't you, wherever you are. Put those hands together and guess, give your Lord a praise. Yes, he's been good to you. Hallelujah. No longer bound. <laughs> no more chains holding you. He deserves the praise. Come on wherever you are. Wherever you are. Take a moment and give Jesus some praise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we glorify your wonderful name. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for loosing us from the grip of the enemy. Thank you. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're a great God. And we're so grateful. We are so grateful. No longer bound, Father. Thank you for giving us freedom giving us joy, giving us strength. We ask, Father, that you would bless us now through your word. We need to hear from you. Speak, Lord. Speak. Speak, Father. Hallelujah. We need to hear your voice. Speak to our hearts and to our minds. We pray that you would bless everyone that connects with our worship on today. Move in the midst of your people. Send your word with power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit, we ask in Jesus' name. Come on, say it with me, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The Lord bless you today. Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 16 through 20. Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 16 through 20. Hear the reading of God's word. Therefore, 
All they that devour thee shall be devoured, and all thine adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity, and they that spoil thee shall be a spoil, and all that prey upon thee will I give for a prey. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents, and have mercy on his dwelling, and the city shall be builded upon her own heap. The palace shall remain after the manner thereof, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry, and I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Their children also shall be as aforetime, and their congregation shall be established before me, and I will punish all that oppress them. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified in our hearts, that we may grow thereby. I want to use those passages of scripture that I read to develop this thought, God will turn it around. God will turn it around. I'm sure... Uh, You've heard of that saying, all good things must come to an end. This, this particular idiom is often used as a proverb that all good things are temporary. It can be used, I suppose, as a term of regret, warning, or resigned acceptance. There's a man by the name of Geoffrey Chaucer that is credited with the original use of this idiom. It first appeared in the poem he wrote entitled Troilus and Christian in the early 1300s. But although we have adapted this saying, it's used frequently. But uh, allow me to bring to your attention that is misleading as it relates to God's will and intention for his people. I'm reminded what he said to Abraham when he said, I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. It also contradicts with God's person and his goodness. It was David that wrote about God and said, Thy throne is established of old, thou art from everlasting. He would later say, For the Lord is good, his mercy and his truth endure throughout all generations. Solomon that writes to us, though, and he would elaborate further and discuss deeper revelation and say that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under 
the heavens. I have to discuss this briefly because in Solomon's description and revelation to us through the wisdom that God had given him, he talks to us concerning times and seasons. We'll get even deeper into this as he branches out into the writings of Ecclesiastes, which he writes while he's in a backslidden condition. But he mentions a season that he does not mention in other writings. He would mention it as he delves deeper in the book of Proverbs. He says, for whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourge every son whom he receives. Hallelujah. Those who will not turn from their sins, according to the wisdom of Solomon, would have to experience the judgment of God. So what he elaborates on is a season of chastisement or seasons of judgment. It was Ezekiel who prophesies to the children of God and says, uh, I will judge the house of Israel, everyone according to his ways saith the Lord God, repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Hallelujah. Time to time in the word of God, as we see troubles and trials unfolding in the lives of God's people, many times it would be because they would turn away from they are God. God would simply say to them, if you want me to turn this situation around, then you must turn back to me. And they would turn back to him and they would experience bliss and peace and strength and prosperity. It would last for a while and then they would turn back away from God. Because of this, they would go through a time of chastisement. That chastisement did not bring them to a place of repentance. They would have to deal with the judgment of God. We have been going through season. Here as a people of God, we have been diligently and consistently, I would say, dealing with trials and tribulations. This current crisis in the midst of this pandemic season, which I feel is about to come to an end, has taken us through much turmoil. Many have lost, many have suffered. It is my prayer, people of God, that we do not just come out of this, but that we would come out of this having learned some valuable lessons. Hallelujah. First lesson that I believe we, we should have learned if we didn't know it before is that God deepens our attachment to him through testing. Yes, it wasn't just a, a pandemic, wasn't just a, a terrible situation, but I believe our faith was being tested. Hallelujah. Hear the word of the Lord coming out of the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8. Reading from the Message Bible, he says, keep and live out the entire commandment that I'm commanding you today so that you'll live and prosper and enter and own the land that God promised to your ancestors. 
Remember every road that God led you on for those 40 years in the wilderness, pushing you to your limits, testing you so that he would know what you are made of, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He put you through hard times. He made you go hungry. Then he fed you with manna, something neither you nor your parents knew anything about. So you would learn that men and women don't live by bread only. but We live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. He said your clothes didn't wear out and your feet didn't blister those 40 years. You learn deep in your heart that God disciplines you in the same ways a father disciplines his child. Here during this season... Hallelujah. There were some who blamed God, but there were others who pursued God. Hallelujah. Because this was unexpected. And there is another season we've been covered. That's, that's a season when unexpected things occur. I know life is full of ups and downs. Uh, hallelujah. And there are those who are expecting things to be easier. But uh, I believe God expected us to use this time to deepen our attachment to him, to examine our faith, hallelujah, to come to a place where we rely on him in ways we didn't have to rely on him before, and to deeper, deepen, I should say, our convictions as it relates to his word. I don't just know it's true because I've read it. But I know it's true because God did it in my life. The second lesson I believe we should have learned in the midst of all of this is that God comforts, comforts us with a limitless strength. God is the one, he says in the book of Psalms, hallelujah, who rebuilds Jerusalem. Who regathers Israel's scattered exiles. He heals the heartbroken and bandages their wounds. He counts the stars and assigns each a name. Our Lord is great with limitless strength. We'll never comprehend what he knows and does. God puts the fallen on their feet again and pushes the wicked into the ditch. Hallelujah. He writes, the psalmist in Psalms 147, he says, while David was at Horesh in the desert of Ziph, he learned that Saul had come out to take his life. Saul's son Jonathan went to David at Horesh and helped him find strength in God. I know unexpected things happen, but what we should have learned is that God can comfort us with limited strength. Yes, there were times when I felt as though I was going to faint, but because of my God, hallelujah, he has the ability to strengthen us in times of trial, in times of temptation, and in times of trouble, hallelujah. Third thing, I believe that the, the saints of God should leave this situation with is Hallelujah, the fact in knowing that God provides the way to overcome. Hallelujah, he provides the way. Had it not been for him, none of us would be here right now. Had it not been for God, 
had it not been for God. Hallelujah. Had it not been for my God. Had it not been for the Lord. Hallelujah. Where would we be? Hear the word of the Lord coming out of 1 Corinthians, written by Pastor Paul, where he says, No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through. And I know there have been many, oh God, during this season that uh, have said uh, it's difficult for me to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It came unexpectedly. There are trials and uh, temptations and tribulations that snuck up upon us. Hallelujah. But what I've just described to you teaches us that, uh, hallelujah, God always provides a way out. I told you last week that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. There's another lesson that we should leave, hallelujah, this season with is that God reveals opportunities in the midst of the pressure. Hallelujah. It's not time to give up. My brother, my sister, it's not time, hallelujah, to throw in the towel. It was not time to give up on God. It was not time, to, hallelujah, to lose faith. Listen to what Paul writes in Second Corinthians chapter 8, and I'm reading out of the Message Bible. He says, now friends, I want to report on the surprising and generous ways in which God is working in the churches in Macedonia province. Fierce troubles came down on the people of those churches, pushing them to the very limit. The trial exposed their true colors. They were incredibly happy, though desperately poor. The pressure triggered something totally unexpected, an outpouring of pure and generous gifts. I was there, and I saw it for myself. They gave offerings of whatever they could, far more than they could afford, pleading for the privilege of helping out in the relief of poor Christians. He writes again and says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. When your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So there should have been a response during this season, not a, a negative one, not one of giving up and letting go, but one of holding on and trusting in your God even more. Another lesson that many should leave this season with, things that you've learned, add this to it, that God turns our physical limitations into spiritual launching pads. Hallelujah. I hear out of the Message Bible again, Paul writes these words in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 
He says, because of the extravagance of those re revelations. And uh, so I wouldn't get a big head. I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Satan's angels did his best to get me down. What uh, he in fact did was push me uh, to my knees. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. Paul writes at first, I didn't think of it as a gift. And I begged God to remove it. Three times I did that. Then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Hallelujah. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. It was a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness. She says, now I take limitations in stride and with good cheer these limitations that cut me down to size abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks. I just let Jesus take over. So that the, the weaker I get, the stronger I become. Hallelujah. He lets us know that these limitations are, are necessary to show us where, hallelujah, our human strength ends and where God's strength and power in our lives are essential and real. Hallelujah. Then uh, thought came to me then if all of this that Paul is teaching us and uh, showing us that we should learn things we should come out of our situations with allowing us or pushing us to glorify God even more and, and these are things we cannot control situations we did not ask for things hallelujah that come along that are unexpected but God uses these things to make us hallelujah become great and stronger and even closer to him and uh, then the only thing my friend that we really can control in our life is our decision to choose God I, I can't control the wind I can't control the seasons but uh, I can control the decision that I make hallelujah I choose God. I choose him because I know he's able. I choose him because he gives me strength. And don't make the mistake, my brother, of choosing anything else. Choose God. He's the only one that can truly help in the time of need. Somebody wrote it down and said he's a very present help in the time of trouble. Put your hands together right there and seal it with a praise. Come on, come on. Give Jesus some praise right now. 
we, we have read to you out of the book of Jeremiah and the theme of his writings, God's inescapable judgment for unrepented Judah. It was Jeremiah's job. It, it was his calling to speak to Judah and let them know that you must turn from your sins. He told them this, and unless you turn from your unrighteous living, and unless you turn from your sins, 70 years of bondage will you receive. It's not the first time God had to speak to his children. He, hallelujah, he brings them to this place and tells them once again, hallelujah, you've turned your backs on me. And if you want the continuous blessings in your life, if you want to continue to receive the benefits of this covenant between me and you, you must turn completely to me. Trust me. Love me. Abide according to my word. And there's no good thing that I'll withhold from you if you walk uprightly before me. His prophetic ministry was directed to the southern kingdom of Judah. And during the last 40 years of Judah's history, understand that Jeremiah himself is a preacher's kid. He was called into the ministry during the 13th year of the reign of Josiah. And because, hallelujah, of his sensitivity to his surroundings, we, we call him the weeping prophet with tears coming down his face. Hallelujah. And trouble in his mind. Hallelujah. He speaks so much about what's going on around him until he proclaims, I have become a derision to my own people. He was given the harsh message over and over again. Repent. Turn. Hallelujah. Back to God. If you want him to turn it around, turn back to God. I hear you, Lord. Hallelujah. I already told you if my people who were called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. As I will hear them from heaven. I'll forgive their sin and I will heal the land. They had a nasty habit of, uh, hallelujah, praising God long enough to get it. And then uh, they would turn their backs on God. Uh, hallelujah. And here the prophet is standing uh, saying, when will you learn? Uh, when will you learn that you can't live in sin uh, and expect to receive a continuous line uh, of blessings from from your God and because he loves you he will chasten you thank you father so in this text
effects in this book we're given an endearing record of Jeremiah's prophetic ministry and his message it it would reveal the inevitable and the inescapable judgment of God whenever his children break covenant with him and persist in sin he's dealing with rebellion I'll do it my way he's dealing with rebellion I don't care what God says I'll do what I want to do but if you want a blessing if you want God to really bless your life it's got to be with you and him alone I won't share you with anybody else I'm a jealous God I won't share you with the world you, you belong to me thank you Lord this, this is why Jeremiah speaks by the unction of Jehovah over and says all thy lovers have forsaken thee they seek thee not I've, I've wounded thee with the wound of an enemy with the chastisement of a cruel one for the multitude of thine iniquity because thy sins were increased he says why criest thou for thine affliction thy sorrow is is incurable for the multitude of thine iniquity because thy sins were increased I have done these things unto thee hallelujah Jeremiah week after week had to stand and repeat himself Re repent hallelujah if you want God to turn it around come back to the altar if you want God to heal your wounds come back to the altar and hallelujah the prophecies that the prophet was putting in in the atmosphere was starting to come into fruition and the Assyrians were knocking at their door hallelujah things were happening around them and the preacher was standing flat footed and declaring to them repent 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 hallelujah God wants to turn it around for you if, if you would only turn back to him. Hallelujah. If you would only humble yourself. I don't know who I'm talking to. But hallelujah. God has been tapping on your shoulder. Turn back to me. I want to heal it. I want to turn it around. I want to make a way for you. Hallelujah. But you've got to turn to me. I am God. And above me there is no other, no one can compare to me. No one can bless you like I can. No one. Hallelujah. I, I sit up high. I look down low. I'm the God of the universe. I know men bow down to wood. They bow down to stone. Hallelujah. But I'm real. I have a voice. I have hands. 
uh, that I can touch you with. I have eyes that, that I can see you with. I've already proven myself to you. I, when you were hungry, it was me that fed you. And uh, hallelujah, I've been God. I, I was God before you got here. I, I laid the foundations of the earth. I, I put the sun and the moon in their place. I, I am God. I'm the ancient of days. Thank you, Lord. I hear Jeremiah say, For lo, the days come. Save the Lord. And I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel. And Judah saith, Hallelujah, saith the Lord. If you live before me, if you walk uprightly before me, I'll cause you to return to the land that I gave to your fathers. Thank you, Lord. And I'll let you possess it. Thank you, Father. You can't really be blessed without God. Because every good and perfect Oh, I feel this comes from above. Turn, and I'll turn this mess around. Come back to the altar, and I'll bring healing to your doorstep. Thank you, Father. He said, these are the words that the Lord speaks concerning Israel and concerning Judah. Jeremiah said, I heard God speak and there was trembling. I heard God speak. Hallelujah. He said in verse number six, ask now and see whether a man doth travail with child. Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in travail and all faces are turned into paleness a great day of trouble like you've never seen before because you refuse to repent he's even speaking futuristically he's talking about great tribulation because you refuse to repent you refuse to bow down before me you refuse to say hey Lord and worship me in the beauty of holiness but there is a remnant I see a remnant of people hallelujah I see you 
in the midst of all of this apostasy I see you in the midst of those that are backsliding and giving in to the ways of the world I hear you singing you can have oh lord I feel this this whole wide world but I'll take Jesus 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 I'll take Jesus for mine thank you Lord I see a remnant people who want to live holy people who want to trust in God people who even in this season put their faith in God and said I refuse to backslide I'm under pressure but I'm gonna praise him hallelujah praise him under pressure praise him while I'm in pain praise him in the midst of difficulty praising him while I'm going through there is a remnant if I'm talking to you put it in the comment section and say I'm one of them I'm yet holding on I'm one of them still praising God I've been wounded but I'm still praising I've been through but I'm still trusting I got a word for you God I said God will comfort those that turn to him but those who approach him must engage to do it with reverence devotion and faith hallelujah cause I know he's got all power oh lord he's got enough power to turn what I'm going through around hallelujah somebody needs to hear this there's nothing my God can't do no situation that's too hard for God nothing shall be impossible I feel the Holy Ghost in this room and I know some of you have faced desperate situations thank you but my God he specializes he can fix it he can heal it he can make ways out of no way I heard Jeremiah say ah Lord God, 
Behold, you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. I said there's nothing, nothing, nothing that's too hard for you. Thank you. Nothing too hard for God. He's limitless in power and ability. And anything that looks impossible. Hallelujah. It ain't nothing for him. All he got to do is speak a word. And it's done. There's no sickness that he can't heal. There's no problem that he can solve. I heard Daniel say, thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. Hosanda. He can change the season. He can turn everything around. I found out he can turn mourning into dancing. I found out he can bring joy in the morning time. If you've been waiting for God to change your season, I've got good news. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. I got up this morning to tell somebody it's time for your turnaround. Thank you, Jesus. If I'm talking to you and you receive the word, put it in the comment section. It's time for my turnaround. Hallelujah. Time. He knows the way that I take. And after he's tried me, I'm coming out like gold. Weeping endures for the night. But joy comes in the morning. Say it, say it out of your mouth. Time for my turnaround. Say it out of your mouth. You serve a God that can make a path in the Red Sea. You serve a God that can draw water out of a rock and can send manna from heaven. You serve a God that can protect you with a cloud in the day and fire at night 24-7 he watches over me 
be not dismayed when every tide God will take care of you I come to tell you there's nothing he can't turn around he's, he, he's got turnaround power I said he's got turnaround power I said Jehovah he's got turnaround power he's got turnaround power yeah I heard Moses say I know it's true cause God gave me the revelation and said in the beginning God entered the darkness hallelujah and he displayed his turnaround power he spoke words in the midst of darkness when the earth was covered with nothing but darkness he said let there he said let there he said let there be light his power brought order in the midst of chaos who am I talking to I hear the Holy Ghost say I'm getting ready to bring order to your chaos healing to your sickness freedom to your bondage yeah 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 God will be Glory to God. God will turn it around. Hey, hallelujah. I feel like preaching in this place. But I'm going to stop. God is the God of turnaround. Just lift your hands and put it in the atmosphere. God will turn this thing around for me. Jeremiah speaks and says to those of you who will humble yourselves and repent, I want you to understand that there's a, there's a season of turnaround coming. <laughs> God's going to turn it around for you. Hold on. Continue. Consistent in prayer and trust. A season of turnaround is coming for you. Father, we thank you for your word. Hallelujah. We thank you for sending your word to us. I pray that someone will take hold of this. Someone will embrace it and receive it in their hearts and minds. That they'll kneel before you and humble themselves and repent. Turn back to you. And when they turn back to you, You'll turn things around for them. I hear you, Father. I'm the God of the turnaround. I have turnaround power. I can break any chain. I can open any door. I can heal any sickness. I thank you for your word, Lord. Take these seeds that have been planted in our hearts and bring forth harvest, we ask in Jesus' name. 
Amen. The Lord bless you. I want to take this time to pray a special prayer for those who have a special need. Perhaps you have a petition that you've been laying before the Lord, something you've been trusting him for. I want to touch and agree with you. Put your name in the comment section, won't you? And let's establish an electronic prayer line. He's able, and I'm trusting him and believing he's going to turn it around. It won't always be like this. He will perfect that which concerneth you. <laughs> he's going to turn it around for your good. Hold on. We're going to touch and agree. Come on. The names are coming in. Let's pray together. Let's put our faith together. See what God does. One by one, want to give you time. Families and wives and husbands and situations are represented here. Problems. Yeah. Whatever you need from God. He is able to supply. Hallelujah. We're getting ready to pray. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. First for your word. For loving us enough that you would stop by and speak to our hearts. Pray for those who are on this prayer line. One by one. Family by family. Situation by situation. You know where they are. You know what's going on in their lives. You are a God that has the ability to turn any situation around. And we ask that you would do it, Father. Oh, if you see anything in us that should not be any hindrance to the miracle or the blessing, take it away from us. Create in us a clean heart, renew a right spirit within us. Blot out our transgressions, restore unto us the joy of thy salvation. You said no good thing will you withhold from us. We woke up rightly before you. We pray to you because you have power to turn it around. <laughs> Hallelujah. We turn back to you. Our eyes are upon you. Our heads are lifted. Looking to the hills from whence cometh our help. Father, do it for her. Do it for him. Bring healing deliverance, salvation. Bring peace in the midst of this storm, we ask in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is we are to learn, help us to, oh God, to, to walk out of this, learning more about you, coming closer into your presence. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Now put those hands together, won't you? And give your God some praise. Hallelujah. Come on and give him praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right where you are. I feel a turnaround coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I feel a turnaround right in your home. 
I feel a turnaround in your finances. I see a turnaround. Hallelujah. Healing is coming. I see a turnaround. Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory. <laughs> Lord, I feel the anointing in this place. Yes, Lord. Before we close out our worship, I want to get a sacrificial offering from you. I'm not going to ask you what to give. I'm going to leave it between you and the Lord, but make a sacrifice in his presence. I know what I may consider a sacrifice may be different from what you consider. God knows what we have and what we're able to do. But we understand giving a sacrifice is giving something that we may want for ourselves or need for ourselves. But we're saying to the Lord, I want you to have this, Father. I want to make sacrifice in your presence. It's not a tithe or offering. It's a sacrifice. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, we ask that you would receive our sacrifice. Receive this offering. We cannot pay you for your goodness, but we want to make sacrifice in your presence. Hallelujah. Receive it, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. The technician will put that information on the screen for you. Let's make the sacrifice unto the Lord. Those of you who are in the New York area at our sister church, Refuge Temple Annex, you may use Givelify. want to give you time to plant that seed, to make that sacrifice. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. He's working it out for you. <laughs> Glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory. The Lord bless you. I want to thank you for joining us on another Sunday, Lady Fields and I, and trustees and deacons and officers of this ministry here and even at Refuge Temple Lanix want to thank you for your faithfulness and consistently joining us in worship and for all of your gifts labors of love so that we may continue this ministry some great things are getting ready to happen the ministry is getting ready to blossom in the way that's going to blow all of our minds it's the Lord's doing it's marvelous in our eyes. Thank you for the seed that you plant. Harvest is getting ready to happen. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. And until next week, as we always say, be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom. God bless you. 
Pastor Fields here, and I want to share my joy with you. I am joyful. I am glad always to be able to worship with you Sunday after Sunday. Many of you have faithfully connected with us. Lady Fields and I talk about it always, how the people of God all over this world are taking the time to connect with Greater Refuge Temple here in our nation's capital. In our virtual sanctuary, worshiping God, praising Him in the beauty of holiness. And we'd like you to continue to connect with us. I believe God has something just for you. This is the church that's been chosen by Jesus Christ for the blessings of multitudes. And we intend to fulfill that mandate, preaching and teaching and ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Won't you continue to join us? If you don't have a church home, why don't you make Greater Refuge Temple your church home? Send in a request for membership or baptism or prayer. Whatever it is that you need, we're here to serve you. Admin at grtbc.org. The Lord bless you and keep you, and we look forward to fellowshipping with you on next week. Shalom, shalom.